everything that you that shouldn't belong to you is starting to leave and everything that should be coming to you is coming towards you law of attraction law of repulsion right so i'll give you some examples in my life right i quit yeah, corporate sure. because i no longer resonated with that frequency right my tycoon my way of correction of like having self-worth issues etc i was stuck in that world for 10 years and i had a really like i had a pretty stressed out life now i'm living in flow because i had to over i had to correct that part about my life Welcome to Long We Live Podcast. I'm your host, Asa Trichikoskaita. I'm here to remind you the power of your mind and that you are the creator of your life and your story. We'll talk about all things mind, body and soul and the connection between our inner dialogue, our thoughts and how it affects our bodies. In today's conversation, I talk with my friend, Sand Vivek, and the energy of this conversation is amazing. I don't know if you can hear a cat pouring on my lap, but I think she agrees as well. Sand fleed from a civil war in Sri Lanka and relocated to Canada at a very young age. This developed a lot of limiting beliefs about himself. And he searched for meaning after going into career, which he hated, and then he turned to transcendental meditation. It opened up his eyes to see that there's more to this world than just physical. And transcendental meditation also led him down the path of exploring more of plant medicine. And plant medicine showed him self-love for the first time. And shortly after that, he left his fear-based beliefs and quit his job to focus more on his passions and family. Yeah, nice, to connect, man. nice to connect with the energy. I missed it. We, we haven't... <laughs> I miss you too so much. It's been yeah. ages. How are you? I'm I'm good. So I'm just uh, right now. I have some incense flaring. Um, you know, I I just watered my plant and just hanging out, man. It's it's a really really beautiful day here in Canada. Very beautiful. And my my window faces like the sun's like sun rising, so I get all the sun. And it's just it's one of those things. I don't want to leave my room right now. You know. <laughs> that's awesome that sounds so awesome yeah it sounds like you just like cleared the energy for our conversation today yeah i love it sen i want to start our conversation with asking you about the most interesting topic that you shared with me and you said that each and all of us we have a sole purpose and i want you to share what that is Yeah. Oh, amazing question. Wow. Okay. So we, okay. So our purpose, first of all, is to grow and expand. So definitely like we're here, like in Kabbalah, people study the Kabbalah, et cetera. It tells us that we come to this earth with certain challenges that we wanted to overcome. So they call it the tikkun. It's your correction, right? Our sole purpose is to lose all those limiting beliefs that we have and do something that we want to achieve in this world, right? And that achievement is going to come from not your not for yourself but for someone else. You know what I mean? So if you've expanded your way of being where you're using your skill sets and overcoming your limitations to help people, you've done everything possible that you can to live a very very fulfilled life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to come without challenges. I know there's, you know, law of, I believe in law of attraction as well, but it's, you know, you're everything that you that shouldn't belong to you is starting to leave and everything that should be coming to you is coming towards you. Law of attraction, law of repulsion, right? So I'll give you some examples in my life, right? I quit yeah, corporate sure. because I no longer resonated with that frequency. Right? My tycoon, my way of correction of like having self-worth issues etc i was stuck in that world for 10 years and i had a really like i had a pretty stressed out life now i'm living in flow because i had to over i had to correct that part about my life if that makes sense it does but how did you come to that realization like you're using the words kabbalah and tikkun yeah kabbalah they teach about the tikkun right kabbalah yeah. is jewish mysticism mm-hmm. so that like it teaches a lot of spiritual content. Like you need like a framework to live reality, right? And I feel like Kabbalah gave me a really, really good framework to navigate my life, you know? Um, like I started like realizing that there's more to life than 
this physical element of it, right? So transcendental meditation led me to that part. Um, you know, I started meditating for two years straight and I have a very, very strong ego. So it took me a while to realize that life doesn't end here. It, it keeps on going. You're always around. You'll always be infinite. You'll always have different experiences. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you said it came from your experience. Like you started telling about that, that you started feeling that you are not resonating more with the work that you do and that you wanted something else. How did this happen? Like you started the transcendental meditation yeah. and the Kabbalah work and like, how did it involve? How so did you, ev yeah. Everything, everything started with me hating my life. Okay. <laughs> and then it evolved to, I can't do this on my own. I started reading, reading a lot of psychology books, et cetera, but I just couldn't grasp the concepts. And then I was like, man, I was listening to Arnold Schwarzenegger out of all the people, right? And he said, um, I've done everything to train my body, but I've never done anything to train my mind. And he started meditating. I was like, Arnold meditating? And that led me to look into meditation. And that led me to transcendental meditation. So meditation was something very new to your life? To my life, yeah. I only started practicing it like about eight years ago. Yeah, it was something new. Like I would laugh at it if I was if, if I was a child and you told me I was going to meditate, I would laugh at you. <laughs> the scent that I know now, it's like it sounds like nothing that you are telling me about eight years ago. Tell yeah. me more about your childhood. The thing, okay, so Isby, like I came from a war torn country. So I came here to Canada. I immigrated into Canada when I was five. And we like I still remember in Sri Lanka, like going under the bunkers and all that stuff. And then army would come by, etc. But being around that energy, it's rooted in you a lot of fear. Right. So I came to Canada. I thought everything was like that's how everyone appeared. And that's that was normal. That sense of fear was normal. So growing up, I had a lot of self-esteem issues. Right. And um, just limiting beliefs, like, you know, a lot of limiting beliefs. Right. It's kind of like, am I smart enough? Like, I always knew I was smart, but I'd always question it at the same time. So that's the negative energy they talk about, right? It's always going to bring you down, right? And the ego is a limitation. So there's going to be negative energies that are always weighing you down. A lot of it is subconscious beliefs. So fear took over me, right? A lot of fear. And then, you know, um, I, chose a, I chose a profession out of fear. I was just like, what's the safest thing that I can do? And accounting was the safest, Right. You don't choose a profession based off of security. That doesn't make sense, right? You're supposed to experience um, like joy in your life, right? And once I realized that I can, you know, have joy in my life and make a living and have fun, I was like, dude, I love my life. I can, and I, I quit my corporate job. I just said, you know, the end with this. I don't want to do this anymore. And then I just send in a resignation letter via email at around like 5.43 a.m. Right. And then I went out and watered my grass because <laughs> I didn't know what to do next. I was like, I can't believe I did this. Right. And pushing myself out of that comfort zone was one of the best things I've ever done, because I realized that if I don't stay, if I stay within that fear based belief systems, I'm not going to expand. I'm not going to get to the next level. That makes sense. It does. But like hearing your story, your childhood seems very heavy and it's hard even to imagine for me, you know, and I really want to hear more of the steps that you took to get out of that fear-based belief system, because you said like, oh, it doesn't make sense to choose a job based on safety, but that's what most of us do. And mm -hmm. that's, that seems like a pretty common theme in our day's life. Yeah. So I'll answer it with a different way of thinking. So what reality teaches us, what this human existence teaches us, right, is that we come into this earth and we're already put into systems, okay? We're in the, um, like, hospital system already, right? And then we grow up and then we're put into our parents' system, whatever they teach us with their limiting beliefs. And then we have school that teaches us that we need to go from step one to, like, OAC. And then afterwards, you get to go to a university. And then after university... Uh, you'll work for a job and then you'll work for a job for like 25 years and then you'll die of like whatever you'll retire right that's the system that it teaches you right so our job as spirits is to overcome those systems when you overlook 
the way that things are presented to you and you can question it and you can do something else with your life, that's when you start seeing it differently. So the way that you like, if you start asking yourself right questions, there'll be an answer. For example, what could I do to benefit others and live my joy? If you ask that question, you'd be walking down a park one day and a good idea will come to you. People don't do journaling, none of that stuff. They don't like a lot of people don't do things to reflect and expand. They just think that whatever is given to them is what's given to them and they can't overcome that. That's a limiting belief. There's always something you can do to get out of your situation. All right. When I was in corporate, I hated it, man. The people that were I was meeting, the type of work that I was doing, I was stuck in the law of attraction. I was resonating that frequency over and over again. So if you understand that everything's frequency and you can overcome things by putting out different frequencies out there, then you're God, right? You understand that you are God. Like you understand how vibrations work. So energy transmutation is like one of the biggest things that I've ever discovered. So you can take fear and then transform it to courage, but it'll take you into steps, but you can do that. You can learn that. A meditation taught me that. It's just a realization, right? So if you're talking about steps, like people that are listening to this, one thing, do one thing, just meditate for like 20 minutes every day and see where that takes you in 30 days. Do it consistently. And then you can thank me later, right? Save your life. And, and here's the thing, right? And this is, I'm going to get a bit dark here. Like I just found out someone like that I knew from high school recently committed um, suicide. Okay. Um, and I was like, if this guy picked up meditation, there's no way he would have got to that stage. Because you train your mind, right? And for it to expand. Like you're putting yourself into different frequencies each time you meditate. So you're going from beta consciousness to alpha, sometimes theta. Some people go to like gamma frequencies, like different frequencies. And you can you your brain can tap into all those different frequencies. Meditation taught me that. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, you said that it's about changing the mindset. And mm -hmm. you also talk about the soul's purpose. And I remember you telling me that like all the versions of you already exist. So mm -hmm. the version of you that you are now, it it was already there for you to like channel to it and like connect to it. So how yeah. much is it the mindset work that each of us need to do and reflect on and journal or meditate? And how much is it like a spiritual work? Mm, interesting, okay. So when you say, okay, mindset versus spiritual. Okay, that's a very yeah. good question. Okay, so let's start with mindset, right? So beliefs. I think a lot of it is, it's the same thing. If you think, if like, you're combining the same thing, right? So it should be considered the same thing. I think mindset and spirituality should be the same. But there is some distinct. So to train your mind, meditate, right? That's the mindset work, right? And the spiritual work is just think of that as vibrations, like the vibrations that you give out into the world. You know what I mean? And based off of your mindset is what your vibrations are going to be. Remember, everything is energy. Okay? So thoughts are things. So thoughts solidify consciousness. So basically, each time you think, like you're like collapsing a point in time, right? And observing that energy. So if you can think better thoughts, you've trained your mind. And that will automatically control your emotions. Does that make sense? Which is the spiritual side. Let's just say if that makes sense. I don't I don't know. Does that make sense or it's it's getting complicated because for me, like all of like the mind, the soul, yeah. the spiritual, they have always been like um they are connected, but yeah. they work in like uh, I don't know, different ways of life. Mm. If that makes sense. Like for example, when you were telling me about, oh, uh, follow your biggest excitement and so on, this is where I can feel my heart. This is where I can yeah. feel my soul. And yes. then my mind starts to like rationalize. I don't know if it was for you with the corporate job when you wanted yeah. to like start something new, start uh, fresh and be an entrepreneur and do what you do now. And your mind was like, no, we need to be safe. I need to keep yeah. you here. So mm. my mind is like, even though I'm working on it and I'm training it and I'm journaling and I'm meditating and so on, but it's still um, less on board and less on the train with the soul and with the heart. Mm. So I don't know, how is it for you? Like, is it normal? Because 
I am stretching out of my comfort zone, what is like known to me when I'm following my biggest excitement or, or I should train my mind more. So it would be more on the board with me. Just, just focus on your desire. Right. So basically like this is what I learned recently and that's helped me as well. The more you increase your desire without lack and, and you're stating that you have something value to add to the world, your frequency will match up. You're already doing something that you love where you'll be not prone to sickness, et cetera, because you're in a happy, good mood. You know what I mean? You're at a state of bliss. So everything else will take care from, from that. You know what I mean? Like, for, for example, people that come see me, right? So we talk a lot about like things that they do. They don't give like five to 10 minutes for themselves on a daily basis just to enjoy what they do. They're always working or whatever it is or doing house chores, but there is a sole purpose within them. You know what I mean? So like the negative energy, the Satan energy or what they call it in Kabbalah is basically trying to pull you back from doing that life purpose, whatever it is, whether for you is speaking to people, whether it's for you painting, whether it's for you for being an entrepreneur, right? You have that way of living. It's just that everything's going to be done to you to keep you away from that. You know what I mean? Mm, that's very interesting that everything is going to be done for you to keep you away from that. That's yeah. very interesting thought. It's not an easy path. If it was easy, you would have still been in spirit and be like, oh, let me think a mm -hmm. thought and let, let's figure it out. Okay, let me think another thought and experience that. We're not in the spirit world. You chose this like dense world to be in, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So but it is like, that's why like when I hear like manifestation, all this stuff online, like, yeah, manifestations, like it, it happens, but you have to start taking action. That's also spiritual work. You know what I mean? It, like, for example, you, you're an entrepreneur. You recorded this for us, right? You took action. We connected, et cetera, and you manifested something. So you completed the circuit. But let's say you believe you can do it and you don't do anything about it. That doesn't mean that really means that you don't believe in it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you have to complete the circuit. Everything's electricity and energy, right? So you have a thought and it goes through your body or whatever it is. And then you have to complete the circuit by taking action. Right. Your brain is always going to be receiving and sending things all the time. And from your higher self, you're going to be receiving stuff, too. And the only way you know it's from your higher self is that there's excitement attached to that. Everything else is just negative beliefs. Mm, I, I love how you explain it. Just like ending the, uh, the circle and yeah, taking action is ending the circle because mm, I think a lot of us get into that uh, false belief that we just need to think positively and everything will be attracted to our lives. And it is about attraction in a way, but it is about taking action as well. And uh, when, we, when you said about the spirit world, uh, more and more I love to enjoy this physical experience because as you said, if I would be and you would be in a spiritual world, we wouldn't have like all of these emotions and everything going from bo our body we're here to experience and to feel and I found how, like how much magnificent that is even those like uh, interesting uh, sensations and that's what you do as well mm -hmm. with uh, people taking them through inner guidance and inner journeys yeah so the and, yeah and opening exactly. them to like new yeah yeah worlds here's the thing right so here's where it, here's where it gets hard here's where reality gets really messed up you could have a subconscious belief about yourself and you won't know it exists it's kind of like a fish swimming in water and you ask the fish hey how's the dirty water the fish is going to be like what are you talking about what water right <laughs> But that's what it is. That's people have like a dirty diaper that they're carrying around and they don't know that they have that dirty diaper. Right. It's kind of like if someone smells bad, you don't tell them they smell bad, but everyone knows they have that around them. Right. So your subconscious beliefs follow you around. So what plant medicine does, it, it releases um, those subconscious beliefs for people. Mm. You want me to tell you what it released for me? Yeah, sure. Hatred for myself. Right. So what happened with me is like because of the fear based belief system, I just didn't love myself. So I met an entity during one of my plant medicine ceremonies and it showed me self-love for the first time. How did it look like? 
uh, the entity. It was all black with big teeth. And it had it sent me a heart shape energy right to my heart chakra. And then I just started crying. Yeah. How does self-love look to you nowadays? Taking care of yourself, doing things that you enjoy, right? And spending time with loved ones. And you can say nature. I love nature too, right? So yeah, first doing stuff that you love because everything else will take care of itself. You'll figure out time, ways to do it. You'll always be in good energy. Once again, it's energy. So just do stuff that you love. And I assure you, your life will transform. It sounds so easy. And as you said, it's not easy. Because uh, it's the topic that I have been discussing uh, in the recent days. And I said, like, how come it's so hard for me and others just to do things for myself? Just to, like, take care of myself and express self-love. And a lot of people, it's not me just having like this problem. A lot of people are like, yeah, if I like commit to somebody else, I'm like much more prone to do that. And if it's just for myself, it's like, you know, ah, I'm not going to like keep this promise. It's just for me. So yeah, why yeah. Do you think, like, yeah, yeah. Why do you think it's that way? Like you said, you had these limiting beliefs, but I hear it from my own experience and like from others. It's like so common in this world for everybody. Yeah. People are afraid of failure, right? It's a for like, we're so trained to be logical. So, you know, like I have a friend, he's a very, very smart guy. He's in the corporate world. And now he just took a one month stress leave. This guy, every time I saw him, he was stressed out of his mind. I said, Ravi, if you continue to do what you're doing, you're going to burn out or have a heart attack. Okay. And his body was starting to hurt, like different parts of his body was starting to hurt. I'm like, Ravi, This is not physical pain. It's your spirit, soul speaking to you to slow the hell down, right? Um, so that's the thing. This guy is smart. He can do anything that he wants, but he doesn't believe that he can make it on his own. That's a belief system, right? So once you're able to overcome those limiting belief systems by smalling, like taking small actions to get you to be like, oh, I can do this then slowly you won't need the corporate world because you're going to be in a different frequency anyways. Right. And like, once again, going back to meditation, if you meditate regularly, your thoughts will change and you'll have more of a controlled environment around you anyways. And you'll start doing the things that are more, that are better for your soul, better for your spirit. You'll even get out of bad relationships because they won't match your frequency. They're going to shift to a different frequency and you're going to leave them behind. Right. Um, Like, I believe in infinite worlds. I know you, some of the people are going to think I'm crazy, but I believe that there's infinite worlds out there and each one of them exists based off of your vibration. How do you describe infinite worlds? Like, just multiple versions of Earth. There's a Earth that's going down under right now. There's an Earth that's on the same frequency that me and you are speaking at. And there's Earths that have gone through um a transformation in terms of dimensions and uh, what happens is that they go into different density and it's like a better earth there's infinite amount of those earth as well that's parallel realities right mm -hmm. and um yeah you can only shift to the one that you um the energy the type of energy you're giving off in i'm very interested in this topic but i was also interested to ask you about how long did it take you to change your limiting belief system because you said you started meditation eight years ago yeah. and you said that your friend like has a crisis right now and like how how long do you think it's gonna take him to accept that it's like his soul trying to give him signs and so on but he's just not like trusting it so how long did it take you to believe in yourself yeah so that's a very good question so within Within a year, two years, I started noticing significant changes around me. I started questioning. And then within five years of transcendental meditation, I quit my corporate job. But I could have done it earlier if I just wasn't so stubborn. You know what I mean? So different people are stubborn in different ways, right? I have a lot of Taurus energy in me, like, and we're supposed to be stubborn. Taurus energy is very, very stubborn. Okay? So that was a part of my healing process, my tikkun. Right. So to for me to overcome limitations and not be so stubborn. 
But for other people, it might be different. And that might take some people like a Pisces might understand this stuff really quickly because they're very, very spiritual. Okay. Like it really depends on some of your Zodiac as well. But like, if you're aware of it, you'll get there quicker. That's why I study like Kabbalah so that you become aware of the different energies. Right. Um, does that help? Um, hopefully if you guys got that, like honestly study the stuff that I just told you and meditate. Ooh, your world's going to transform my friends. So it'll get you there quicker. <laughs> You're going to open up for infinite worlds. Yeah, yeah, and you should. And when you have something, share it with the world. Because when you share, that's when life starts giving back to you. Like, I'll give you an example. After this call, because I gave this type of energy out, like just speaking to people, etc. I'm pretty sure I'll have another request like soon. Like, because you're putting your energy out there. So start taking action. If you want a house in a certain area, go to that area and hang out there for a bit. And your energy will be like, oh, I like this. I kind of like this area. That's what happened to me. That's how I manifested this house, right? Like we, we were driving here during COVID times and all of a sudden we bought a house here, right? That's a, like, you got to put the energy out there because they say that your desire is already, like when you have a hunch for something, that's God pulling you. Like there's already an answer waiting for you because he gave you that hunch. You know what I mean? Like the manifestation is waiting for you because that hunch is there. So if you have a desire, follow it through. Don't stop doing it. Follow it through to a certain point until it's finished and then be like, I like this or I don't like this. Don't get like convoluted in so many different ways, but follow that one thing that you enjoy right now and see if that leads you to somewhere. It might lead you to the next relationship. You could be ending up at like Home Depot. Do you guys have Home Depot where you are? Oh yeah, we do. Okay, perfect. You can end up at Home Depot trying to buy like something for like a shovel for your backyard to do gardening or whatever. And you might end up meeting your wife there. That's also doing your future wife there or something. You know what I mean? Like that's how desire works. And that's how following the highest excitement works. Mm. What, you'll get there faster if you do that. Like if you do it quicker. Yeah, but I think it is, uh, as you said that like you were pretty rigid and I I get this like as well that I need to be more flexible because for me like as you're t- saying it just like just follow it and you know my mind is like yeah but like do you have a plan do you have a map and yeah. I'm like I don't have it yet but like yeah. I feel it <laughs> you know yeah yeah 100% you're using a lot of intuition so here's the thing right I I just realized okay so for example I was in accounting okay and I realized my sole correction was to learn a lot of structure. I needed structure, right? I'm like, I'll just mess things up otherwise. So I needed to like, it's funny. It's a journey, right? Life is a journey. Everything that you've learned is because there was a lesson. I needed to be more organized and accounting and finance taught me that too. You know what I mean? So keep, keep a lookout for that. Like you're, you're perfect where you are because you need to reflect and then from there bounce away, if that makes sense. Mm, it does. It really does. Yeah. So going back to to the interesting topic also, uh, what do you think uh, the earth is going through now? Because it is a very interesting stage that we are in. And I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on that. So you're going to think I'm crazy, okay? So, you know, you turn on the news, you have war of Russia, right? You turn on another news, you have someone like robbing your garage or whatever it is, right? The news is horrible, right? So it's like a TV station. It's like, which one do you want to tune into? Okay. I have nothing to do with Russia. I'm not going to do anything with Russia, etc. Why do I need to be inundated with all that information all the time? Right? I want to put out better frequencies out there. So sometimes I'm in my own bubble and that's fine. I don't know what's going on. So I don't go on the news as much, right? Um, and I just focus on the things that you do because you create your reality. So you're not focused on that world. You're focused on the good world that you think is going to shift into. That's the only thing you can do. It's not about being like completely ignorant to the fact that that exists. It's that don't participate in it. You know what I mean? Like don't give hate to people. Don't give like, um, things that'll harm people. Don't sell people that'll harm people, whatever it is, right? Just good, put out good energy out there and that's all you need to focus on. So the news, stay away from the news because it trains you to be negative. I probably went on a little bit of a tangent there, but it's important. I think news sucks. I agree on that. 
I feel like uh, it's all that meditation or awareness teaches us, like where you put your focus on, it grows. Mm -hmm. So it makes so much sense to put the focus and energy on the things that I want to see in this world and provide to those things and just, yeah, accelerate the growth of it. Yeah. And also think about it logically. If your logical mind is going off right now, think about it this way. Do you have another choice? Mm. Would you rather put out negative energy into the world? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Right. So the best bet for you is to always put out good energy. Right. (laughs) It does. I think it's just um, for people who have a lot of negative energies, it's like an attractor probably and a way where they can express that something is like, uh, I don't know, irritated inside of them. And it's like a way of them to like release it out of them. Yeah. Yeah. My incense, it's funny. My incense just finished and I'm just like rubbing it out. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, on a side note, I love silence, okay? If you can get into, like, learning how to be quiet and silent within your mind, oh, my God, silence is beautiful, man. Silence is where it's at. Silence is where creation started, right? Um, just build a relationship with creation, you know? Some people channel. They get into, like, channeled states, and they can channel different people, mm-hmm. uh, different entities, et cetera, too. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy world out there. Just, Yeah. Just focus on your reality. Focus on the version that you want for yourself. Uh, silence is a very good teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's a very hard to to get to that teacher, I would say. It is because your ego is going to stop you from doing it. Remember, you chose limitations, right? Yeah. How much and- does you use your ego? Because um, many people like to say that ego is bad, but I think it's also... It, it can be very useful. So how much yeah. do you use your ego? Yeah, use. So there. It, I would say do a 50-50 split, right? And logic is important to keep logic in mind because it is important. You chose like one plus one equals two in this world, but you can make it infinity as well based on your belief systems. But like, you know, count, put stuff in your calendar once in a while to, to make sure you're grounded, right? Because you're concentrating energy so that's your like the ego portion is valid you still need that right but like don't go jump off a cliff without a parachute etc that's ego like you need that logic right because you're in a world where if you do 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 that you can't obviously fly right so um that's where logic helps you and the ego helps you you know what i mean but where logic doesn't help you is your heart okay and heart is more powerful than logic you know what I mean? Like it's energy. It's it's a lot more powerful than logic. So that's where your heart comes in. That's where illogic comes in. That's where the spirit world comes in. So you need to connect the two. Um, so like business books helps. Like if you want to become more successful in business, connect the two. Use a bit of logic from there. That'll help you as well. You know what I mean? You don't need to be like in the spirit world all the time because if you're in the spirit world all the time just contemplating, you're not getting things done in this world as well. So you need a balance. That's why I say 50-50. But honestly, the inspiration, you can't... Because I meet a lot lot of logical people that burn themselves out, like accountants, lawyers, doctors, whatever it is, right? They burn themselves out because they don't have a connection to that world. So if you connect to that world, I think the logic will help in itself too. But just don't be too stuck to just that world and not doing anything in this world, if that makes sense. Somehow it feels that it's easier to get stuck in one world either in mind or either in spirit than to balance it out both because as you said like there are a lot of people who are just like in the mindset zone and there are others who are also because i love what you do that you guide people through plant medicine journeys because i think it is an experience where each of us need a guide because what do you think can we get stuck if we do it not in the most proper way yeah. So here's the thing. It's intention, right? So when you do, remember you just said, uh, I think you said a moment ago that people can't do stuff for them because um, like they just can't get around to doing stuff for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this, they don't have a structure that gets them to take that action. Right. So you basically, when you are meeting someone and you're speaking to them, like a coach or whatever it is that you think is going to help you, you're setting an intention that that person is going to help you. 
okay? So you've already created a structure for reality to coexist with that you and that person. So you're like, okay, this person is going to help you. Seldom do we do stuff for ourselves, be like, oh, I'm going to help myself today. You know what I mean? So sometimes you need that help. You need that connection. And it doesn't, you don't have to pay for coaching. Just speak to people that are doing whatever it is, right? Like a lot of the stuff you can get is free. Like there's a negative belief that you need money to do everything. You don't need money to do everything. There's different forms of abundance, right? It's not just money. Connection is a form of abundance as well. Yeah, and I think connection is the most that we are, that we want, that we want to get like naturally. Yeah, yeah. It just, I think mind, body, spirit, just those three things. If you can do those things well, mind, like, you know, like take care of your mind. So do something that you love, right? Uh, body, like exercise on a regular basis, go for nature walks, right? And then mind, body, and then like, you know, just spirit, right? Like, if you do something that you love, you're going to give out good energy. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. That way you'll harness everything. You'll It's the trio. You'll take care of everything. If it's that simple, why aren't we all living our best lives? Ah, limiting beliefs. It's just limit. That's all it is. It's just limiting beliefs. Like, okay, so if I was in your shoes, Izvi, and you were in my shoes, we'll see it differently. Mm. You know what I mean? We'll experience reality differently. The the isvi and sen are different because of our belief systems you know what i mean whether it's limiting or not like you're for example like you're really good with technology like when i met you i was like yo this girl's really amazing with technology so i had a limiting belief i'm like sen is also good with technology and then i started changing my reality to be like oh i am good with technology now like i have a podcast and my website's being built etc like now i'm more technologically savvy because i changed my belief system around that Yeah, or you can collaborate with someone. And as you said, you already create the structure. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, sharing. Look, okay, Izvi, I'll give you a practical example, okay? I get up in the sure. morning, okay, at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. I'm downstairs. I have a home-built gym. And I'm doing HIIT training or, uh, like, just working out, okay? So every day at 7, I have to be there because I have a coach that's on Zoom call at 7 o'clock waiting for me. That is structure, <laughs> Right. So I can't miss that time because I created a dependency for myself. Right. So st create a structure for yourself that'll make you like make success inevitable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I want to ask you about the silence. Mm. Uh, when you silence your mind, you personally, what did you see and what did you meet and what were your lessons? Uh, that's a good question. Okay. I just got peace. I just experienced, like, there's one time I was walking, and this is what I noticed. I was walking, and I saw a moon, okay? And then I stood there. I was so enamored by that moon. There was no noise in sight. There was nothing. And I stood there, and I looked at that moon, and I witnessed, like, complete calm that I never, ever felt in my life. That something was watching, that it was just beautiful. And me capturing that moment and being like, that's my relationship with silence, God, like whatever that was, I was like, man, that's love. That's ultimate frequency of love and contentment and peace. You know, I needed that, man. Like at that point in my life, I needed that. I needed to be connected. And once again, plant medicine was the only thing that was able to do it for me. <laughs> yeah. so you connected to the silence through plant medicine right yeah because you have realizations right with it with plant medicine and it lasts over several days like you can walk and realize certain things it doesn't like it works it does it plants a seed within the subconscious so whenever you work with plant medicine you you plant a seed within the subconscious and it's gonna it's like a, a flower it's gonna bloom over over time Right. So I just noticed that oneness and I was like, I never felt that before. That's very beautiful. And I feel that with everything that we do, either it's therapy, either it's like plant medicine, as you're saying, it seems that we are getting the effect, not when we are like actually doing it, but mm -hmm. after some time, like 
our subconscious needs some time to like develop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, master at the gate, right? Because you don't know what slid through that gate. Like, honestly, like your subconscious is vast and you don't know what you saw during childhood. You don't know what you saw on TV that gave you an emotional rise and you held on to it. Um, yeah, there's some interesting, like I meet people from all across lives, right? Like different, different people just uh, like, and they're young, they're old. Um, their belief system's crazy, right? Because everyone comes from different countries. Like I met a Russian guy, I met like just different types of people. I was like, I would have never met these people if it wasn't for this journey. So it's interesting to see how everyone else is creating their reality based off their beliefs. So always question the beliefs. Mm, that's so true that, like, as you said, all of us, as you said, Sen and Aesue, if we would even like switch places, we would see everything differently because we are just creating from, we are just like, uh, how to say it, taking life in. Yeah. I think it through our own like filter and that's filter, what we see, yeah. that's what we create fabric like fabric of reality is based on thoughts and we're pretty much expanding consciousness just by existing mm. right like god is like feeling everything you're feeling right now god is feeling because like you're part of that same creation right it's it's amazing if you put it in that perspective and then you start appreciating yourself more because you're like i matter the thoughts that i have the things that i say matter so self-esteem doesn't become an issue anymore as well right yeah <laughs> and it's so so true that like our subconscious it has like so much power and so much knowledge and uh, I loved uh, I don't know if you read a book thinking fast and slow but this is where they explained how uh, intuition works which is mm. like coming from subconscious and I love when I started noticing that in my life where like and that's like where the gut feeling comes from, where yeah. like I kind of like know what is going on already, but my rational mind, yeah. my consciousness, like still can't get a grasp on it and needs like yeah. more evidence to say so, to believe. Even though, my, even though the subconscious already like knows what I need yeah. to do and where I need to go. It's, it's the ego, it's comfort zone, right? It, listen to this. So one of my buddies owns a Tesla, right? So he comes over and he's like, here, open up the website. And he's like, put in the order and order your Tesla. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I don't have the money for it yet. He's like, that's your problem. Once you do it, once you commit, you'll figure out a way to do it. You know what I mean? I was like, he really pushed me out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Um, but that's what it is. You Sometimes you need a push, man. I needed to like hit, hit that send button on that email to my managers and be like, hey, I don't want to come in here anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that was the best, most beautiful moment I've ever done, right? Like, it was just like one of the things I'll remember. It was like fearful, but I needed that. Like, it didn't come easy. Like, my wife and I got into like so many fights. Like, it wasn't easy by any means, but it's like, listen, I need this in my life more than anything. I'm sorry. You know, it like takes a lot of confidence. But I was like, I'm not going to live a shitty life anymore. If you don't want to be part of it, you don't have to be part of it. If you want to be a part of it, you can, you know, and, you know, she chose to be a part of it. And now we have a good life again, you know, but it's not going to come easy. Life's not easy. Don't don't get it twisted, people. Like when it comes to love, track and all stuff like it's in like you shouldn't be in one state for so long. You basically take the lesson and transmute energy. You don't like give out negative energy for the negative ones to come to you. Right. So I just, if that makes sense, like keep on the positive energy, it's not about not experiencing the negative energies. They're going to come. You just have to transmute it to positivity. Right. So did you order that Tesla? I uh, no, I didn't order the Tesla. No, I chickened out. No. Cause my wife would have, yeah, she would have. Yeah. But you know what? The fact that he did that, you know what I'm thinking and seeing Tesla's on the road more and more because you know why i put energy into almost buying that car i was i pulled out my wallet and i was going to but there was like something like it was delayed for a year or something like that i'm like yo that's too much you know what i mean um but maybe if i did that maybe i would be on track to getting a tesla because things are going to show up a bill's going to pop up that i have to pay you know 
but that takes a lot of guts. That takes a lot of belief, right? Like I'm a bit more conservative. I built up a real estate portfolio before I quit corporate. I didn't just quit. I had a belief that I needed this portfolio so that I can experience life a bit better. But it's it's funny. As soon as I made the decision to do that is when I realized I have all these assets. You know what I mean? It's weird. Everything exists here and now, right? You just have to shift into that reality. So basically, you have to get the belief so strong that and basically you start noticing assets and things that you can do to make more money, et cetera. Like your mind will figure it out. That's very interesting when you said that um, we all want life to be easy. Yeah. To live within our comfort zone and within safety. But you said that now you're living from a flow. So yeah. could you say what is the difference between living easy and living in the flow? Yeah. So flow is you get up in the morning and you're like, I want to do this thing. <laughs> okay. Um, naturally, I just want to do this thing. Okay. Living in non-flow is you get up in the morning and be like, oh, crap. I don't want to do this at all. I'm tired as heck. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. Okay. That's not flow. So here's the thing. So you'll pick up your belief systems will start catching up to you once you start living in flow anyways. And your belief system will catch up to you. Be like, oh, I like this energy. This is what I want to do for a living. You know, that's flow. Like I like speaking to people. I like communicating. I like helping people. I like trading. I like uh, managing my rental properties. That's what I do now. It's more flow. I have my challenges. I'm still trying to figure certain things out. I still have my challenges, but I'm better at aware of acknowledging them instead of spending like 30 years to correct it. My brain's more malleable because of meditation, right? Mm. Yeah. So, so you kind of like have the flow, but you wouldn't say that it's easy. That's the way it's it is. Not easy. It's not easy. No way it's easy. You still have to harness it. But here's the thing. I'm doing things now where I can do it in like an hour as opposed to doing it in like eight hours at work every day. You know what I mean? So that one hour is still hard work, but it's more concentrated because I want to do it. Like, look at this conversation. We just we just spoke about conversations that we like. It was we didn't plan any of this. I, I wasn't prepared for any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like and it just flew. It, it just went by. Right. It was fluid because we're talking about things that resonate with both of us and hopefully your audience. Mm, that's true. Right? It's, flow. it's easy. Like, let's say if you were on a call with like Donald Trump talking about spirituality, you guys would have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be flowy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to summarize all of this, I'm just thinking that. As you said, like meditation, journaling is important, but it takes time and it can take you a lot of time depending on how flexible, open you are, receptive you are. Yep. So would you say that plant medicine is like the, the fastest way to open up our subconscious? Yeah, here's the thing. It depends. It's So I love, I love plant medicine and here's where I'm, I'm just going to be honest, right? So... The people that come see me are from different walks of life. But the people that come see me and it like integrate meditation, right? Because they weren't able to do it for so long. Because most people that come see me, I teach them how to meditate and all that stuff. So when they learn how to meditate properly, they're able to integrate it into their lives. But the ones that don't, like usually they go back to old habits. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, you got to do like both, but if you can't get yourself to meditate, go do plant meditation. And then, I mean, plant, uh, plant ceremonies. Right. And that'll teach you to get into that. Anyways, you're attracted to it or you know what, do whatever attracts you more, mm, whatever yeah. you feel resonated to. Right. If plant medicine resonates to you more then do plant medicine. If meditation resonates to you more, then do meditation. Let's just leave it simple, right? Why Why would I be the person to like determine that? I think it, each person's different. Follow your highest bliss. That's the best answer. Because yeah. I have a friend who every time he tries to meditate, he gets angry. And he's like, I hate it, you know, it doesn't work for me. And I was I was like that with meditation as well. I wasn't getting angry. 
but yeah. my mind was like spinning so much that mm. I would get anxious every time I tried to meditate. And this mm. is where journaling came to my world. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. It is like a meditation for me in a way. Yeah. It is like a visualization and everything. And I connect with my highest self and with my highest excitement and so on. Exactly. But I'm like kind of doing the same thing, but using a different tool. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. So here's the thing, right? So you know you know what the quantum field is. Everyone has access to that same quantum field. That field I do, that- I do, but can you explain for those who don't know? Yeah, quantum field is just like I don't even know how to how do I quantum field is just a field of energy that basically morphs into the way that we perceive it. So they call it observer effect. Right. So it's gray matter. It's very subatomical matter and it's subatomical matter, meaning like it's at the very, very core of everything. Okay. So that in itself is based off of our thinking and based off of the way that we're seeing it, it morphs. Everyone has access to their own field like that. And that's where your belief system comes in. That makes sense. Did I describe that? Yeah. That's the way I see it. Okay. I feel like we could just like go and on and on and (laughs) tackle into different uh, themes and everything. Uh, But I really love having you here and I want to thank you for your time. And maybe we will do a next episode about other interesting things that we talked, that I talked to you about. But Sam, where people can find you and connect with you more. I know that you said that you're re- rebuilding your website, but yeah. what is the name for it? So I'm, I will, it's in the making, to be honest, it's just getting ready right now. I will, I have a, currently I have a podcast called spiritual healing on anchor as well. So if anyone wants to connect there, they can um, just to listen to that. But yeah, everything's coming soon. Cause I'm figuring out what I'm going to do next. Like I want to do a bit of coaching as well. Like just talk about this stuff. So I'm going to do some book reviews on YouTube uh, for people that want to listen to like this kind of material. And um, that's the structure that I'm setting up right now to help the world somehow. Yeah. And I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that we finally connected. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's me.